0: section four of mark twain's autobiography volume two this librivox recording is in the public domain read by john greenman new york thursday february first nineteen o six subject of january twenty fourth continued mr Twitchell's unpopular vote joe was not quite present it was not etiquette for him to be within hearing of the business talks concerning the church's affairs. He remained in the seclusion of the church parlor, ready to be consulted if that should be necessary. The congregation was present in full force. Every seat was occupied. The moment the house was called to order, a member sprang to his feet and moved that the connection between Twitchell and the church be dissolved. The motion was promptly seconded. Here and there, and yonder, all over the house, there were calls of, Question! Question! But Mr. Hubbard, a middle-aged man, a wise and calm and collected man, business manager and part owner of the current, rose in his place, and proposed to discuss the motion before rushing it to a vote the substance of his remarks was this which i must put in my own language of course as i was not there mr twichell was the first pastor you have ever had you have never wanted another until two months ago you have had no fault to find with his ministrations as your pastor but he has suddenly become unfit to continue them, because he is unorthodox in his politics, according to your views. Very well. He was fit. He has become unfit. He was valuable. His value has passed away, apparently, but only apparently. His highest value remains, if I know this congregation— when he assumed this pastorate, this region was an outlying district, thinly inhabited, its real estate worth next to nothing. Mr. Twitchell's personality was a magnet, which immediately began to draw a population in this direction. It has continued to draw it from that day to this. As a result, your real estate, almost valueless in the beginning, ranges now at very high prices. Reflect before you vote upon this resolution. The church in West Hartford is waiting upon this vote with deep solicitude. That congregation's real estate stands at a low figure. What they are anxious to have now above everything else under God is a price-raiser dismiss mr twichell tonight and they will hire him tomorrow prices there will go up prices here will go down that is all i move the vote twichell was not dismissed that was 22 years ago it was twichell's first pulpit after his consecration to his vocation he occupies it yet and has never had another the fortieth anniversary of his accession to it was celebrated by that congregation and its descendants a couple of weeks ago and there was great enthusiasm twichell has never made any political mistakes since his persistency in voting right has been an exasperation to me these many years and has been the cause and inspiration of more than one vicious letter from me to him. But the viciousness was all a pretense. I have never found any real fault with him for voting his infernal Republican ticket, for the reason that, situated as he was with a large family to support, his first duty was not to his political conscience— But to his family conscience. A sacrifice had to be made. A duty had to be performed. His very first duty was to his family, not to his political conscience. He sacrificed his political independence and saved his family by it. In the circumstances, this was the highest loyalty and the best. If he had been a Henry Ward Beecher, it would not have been his privilege to sacrifice his political conscience because in case of dismissal a thousand pulpits would have been open to him and his family bread secure in twichell's case there would have been some risk in fact a good deal of risk that he or any other expert could have raised the prices of real estate in west hartford is to my mind exceedingly doubtful i think mr hubbard worked his imagination to the straining point when he got up that scare that night i believe it was safest for twichell to remain where he was if he could he saved his family and that was his first duty in my opinion in this country there are perhaps eighty thousand preachers not more than twenty of them are politically independent The rest cannot be politically independent. They must vote the ticket of their congregations. They do it, and are justified. They themselves are mainly the reason why they have no political independence, for they do not preach political independence from their pulpits. They have their large share in the fact that the people of this nation have no political independence. End of Section 4. New York, Thursday, February 1st, 1906. Subject of January 24th. Continued.